Hello and welcome to this message from the river. We hope that this message from Pastor Billy Pate inspires and challenges you towards a greater relationship with Jesus Christ. Now let's join Pastor Billy Pate for another exciting message. You say come to the It's hard for me to believe that another year has come and gone. How about you? It's, it just seems like they're going faster and faster and faster all the time. And uh, 2017, I bet when uh, many of us were younger, uh, we would have never dreamed that we would see uh, 2017 and certainly not the end of 2017. And so tonight we're going to end that and uh, begin a new year. And I am very excited to begin a new year with all of you. And I think that God has good things in store for us. I don't think, I know that God has great things in store for all of us. And 2017, I think, has been a good year for a lot of you. Uh, I pray it's been a good year for most of you. And I'm praying that 2018 will be a great year for all of you. And uh, we are just looking forward to that. I'm always excited to begin uh, the new year. I just feel like some new new hope and some new life and uh, just a freshness that comes from that. And every year, uh, as April and I uh, prepare for the new year, we always try to pray and seek God about what uh, He would kind of... Uh, you know, theme the year and how that that year would kind of be uh, maybe encapsulated and what God might want to do in the new year. And uh, this year has been really easy for us to find that and to to kind of get that theme for the new year. And um, I have had it actually confirmed to me uh, a couple of times, which makes it a lot easier when that happens. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about the song from uh, Elevation Church called uh, Do It Again. And uh, that kind of thought, and I felt like I might want to use that even as a theme. And as I was just kind of scrolling through Facebook, I have a pastor friend who uh, had written on his Facebook post, uh, do it again in 2018. And so I thought, well, okay, God, I'm hearing you, I'm watching you, and I'm seeing what's going on. And then I had a person in the church actually text me uh, that later and said, you know, do it again. I feel like that'd be a great theme for this new year. And so I knew God was uh, kind of directing us in that way. And so we're going to theme 2018 as a year for God to do it again. And uh, we need God to do some things again. Amen? Uh, I bet some of you in this place probably need God to do some things for you again. Uh, Maybe you need God to come through for you again. Maybe you need God to incite some passion, stir up some passion in you again. Maybe some of you in this place need God to rekindle uh, a dream inside of you again. Or whatever it may be, you need God to answer a prayer for you again. You need God to do it for you again. And so uh, throughout Scripture what we see is God is a God who repeatedly who repeatedly did miraculous things to bring deliverance, to bring healing, salvation, blessing to His people. And so that's what we're looking for. We're asking God to do some things like that again for us. And so next week I'm going to start the new year with a message series called Do It Again. And we're going to revisit some of God's most miraculous moments throughout Scripture. And we're going to start the new year by asking God to do those kind of things for us again uh, this year. And so please be in prayer with us about that, about what you need God to do again in your life. I I feel like this. I feel like there's probably some people in the room that uh, maybe you feel like your Christian walk's been on autopilot for a while. 
And it's just time for God to just stir some things up again. You know, to, to rekindle that fire that once ignited your life and, and set the tone for how you lived your life. And so I just encourage you as we begin this new year to kind of seek that out and ask God to kind of show you what, what He would have you to seek Him for. Now today I'm going to give you a great end of the year gift and that is I am going to keep this message very short. My gift to you this morning. How's that? And so uh, you look, man, none of you were smiling two seconds ago, but now when I said that, you're, you have lit up the room now. The, the, the lumens have just <laughs> went up in this place today. Now I'm going to keep it short tonight. I know all of you have plans and I know you have preparations. I know you have things going on and I appreciate, I appreciate, I appreciate, I appreciate me and April both appreciate you being here today and taking this time to end the year in God's house. Speaking of ending, uh, a principle that we have learned, we've even been kind of sharing it to promote today, um, and we learned it a long time ago in ministry, and that is that the way you end something is the way you begin something. The way you finish is the way you start. And uh, if you end badly, what you start next generally starts on a bad footing. It starts off badly. Not that you can't correct it and not that you can't get back on square footing and good footing, you can. But uh, generally you start, you end bad, you start bad. And, uh, and that can be a bad foundation, it can be a bad place mentally. Uh, we've learned through the years that the way you even leave a place is the way you enter into the next place. And so we've tried to be very careful to leave any place that we've left in ministry, left in life well so that we can begin in the new place that God had for us uh, we could begin there as well. We've not always been successful in that, but we've always tried to do well in that. And I want to thank you again for ending this year well by being here in the house of God because I do believe that it sets the tone for how you're going to enter in to the new year. And uh, we want a good start to 2018. Amen? Two passages I want to take you to this morning. If you want to go ahead and turn there with me in the Word of God. Uh, the first one is in Galatians 6 and 9. And the second one is in Philippians 1 and 6. Galatians 6 and 9 and Philippians 1 6. And those are the two passages that I want to kind of use for my text this morning. Galatians 6 and 9 to begin there. It says, Let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. The message version says it this way. It says, so let's not allow ourselves to get fatigued doing good. At the right time, we will harvest a good crop if we don't give up and if we don't quit. I want to encourage everyone today to remain steadfast and faithful because maybe, just maybe, 2018 could be your due season. I don't know about you, but I've been looking for a due season. I've been looking for God to come through with His promise. I've been looking for God to deliver on His promise. So is there anybody in the room today that wants to claim 2018 as their due season? Today would be a good day to do that. Amen. 1 Corinthians 2.9 says, But it is written, I has not seen, nor ears heard, nor has entered into the heart of man that which God has prepared for those who love Him. God has good things in store for His people. And I'm just looking for those this next year, and I hope you are too. The other passage I want to focus on this morning is Philippians 1.6. It says this, Being confident of this very thing, that he who begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. 
What we see from God in Scripture is that God is a finisher. God's not only a great starter, He is. In the beginning, God created. I mean, he, He makes amazing things in the beginning. He creates, He starts, He does all that well. But God is not only a starter, God is also a finisher. And whatever God has started in your life, God wants to bring to completion in your life. And it's not done till it's done. It's not over till God brings that to completion. God is not only one writing the chapter of your, of your life, but He is also writing the completion to your life. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 12.2, 12, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. I love that He is writing the story of our lives. But I love also that in your life He is writing a beautiful and glorious finish that is yet to be realized, that is yet to come to fruition. And just know that this morning, that whatever God has begun in me, God's not done. God's not finished. Some of you have been praying for a long time to God to finish some things in your life. You've been praying a long time for God to, to bring some things full circle in your life. And I just want you to know this morning that God is a God who uh, does finish what He starts. You know that every business at the end of the year, what do they do? They take inventory, don't they? Amen. That, you know, who, who loves to go to Walmart during inventory times? I mean, it's hard enough to get around there anyway, but if there's inventory and they're counting all that stuff, and my goodness, any place you go that they're taking inventory, it's always a hassle. And you don't know if you're supposed to take stuff off the shelf or not because they've already counted that and you don't want to mess them up and, you know, and all those kinds of things. And so every, every business takes stock and takes inventory of what they have to begin the new year with. And I think for us, it is good for us to do the same thing spiritually. That at the end of a year... That at the close of seasons, perhaps even, in our lives, we, we take the moment to really take inventory and take stock uh, of what we have experienced, what God has done for us, what God has done through us and in us, and, and evaluate those things to find out where we are and even think about where we want to go for the next year. And so I want to ask you three questions uh, for 2017 and Basically the same three questions for 2018's phrase just slightly different. So that we can take some stock of ourselves spiritually and prepare ourselves to begin the new year with the right mindset. So let me start those questions by saying that something that you need to know about God and trust about God is this, that He is always working. God's always working. God is always working. Whether you see Him or not... God is always at work. God is always up to something. God is working things out for you. God is doing something. God is not a God who takes a break. God doesn't need a rest. God doesn't go on vacation. God doesn't check out on you. God doesn't do any of those things. God is always on the clock. And He's always working in your life. And working through your life. Around your life. And God is always trying to set the stage for the advancement of His kingdom. And so God's always working. And when we understand that God... God is always working. Whether we see that working or not, it's, it's easy for us to kind of look at these questions and, and understand uh, where, where we need to, to respond to these. The first question that I want to ask you this morning is, what has God done in you in 2017? What has God done in you in 2017? Well, if God is always at work, and we believe that He is, So where has God been able to work in you in 2017? 
Where has God been transforming and changing, dealing with me this past year? Where, where has God been able to point out some things in my life that need to change? Where, where have I been able to let God even point some things out to me and, and deal with me internally? Ask yourself today, how has God shaped me spiritually this last year? What's different about me now versus what it was like in the beginning of the year? Where has the power of God been made known to you, made manifest in your life? And I think that all of us would agree that God wants to do something in each and every one of us. God wants to work in us. If, God, if we believe that God is always working, we know that where God works is oftentimes in us. That He's trying to make some changes to me. He's trying to shape me. He's trying to mold me. You know, our journey after salvation is a journey of sanctification. It's a process of becoming like Jesus Christ. Growing like Him. And so if that's the case, then always there's working going on. There's always a shaping. There's always a transforming taking place. There's always this this work that's taking place in my life that gets me to a place where I look and act and talk and speak and think more like Jesus Christ. I think that all of us are also aware that we all need some adjustments made to our attitudes, made to our perspectives, made to our spiritual lives and so on. Or maybe is it just me that in this place can recognize that, man, i got some work to do. Anybody got some work to do in this place? Don't look at your neighbor. Just look at yourself. We know they got work to do. You got work to do too. We all got work to do. We all got things that God's trying to do in us. And so we've got to be aware of that. Where has God been able to work in us in 2017? Where has God been trying to deal with me? Now, if you can't point to anything, my challenge to you is don't let another year pass by without allowing God to do something in you. Thank God. Don't let another year pass by that you don't allow God to do some work in you. It's easy for us, it's easy for anyone to get closed off to God and not allow His working in our lives. It's easy for us to get some distance from Him and not allow that ongoing daily process of growth and development to take place in our life. It's easy for us to slip into a, a spiritual coma where we, have the, we meet the criteria of life. I mean, I've got a pulse. Uh, I, I, the, the signs of life are there, but there's really no benefits to life. Can I just tell you that God didn't create you to live in a spiritual coma where you have the signs of Christianity and you have the signs of salvation and you have some, you know, you have a heartbeat there, but there's no benefits to that. God created us to live in the benefits and the joy of a Christian experience. And that means the the embodiment of His life working in me, that takes place when God is allowed to work in us. God wants to work in us. 2 Peter 3.17 says, You therefore, beloved, since you know this beforehand, beware lest you also, pay attention here, fall from your own steadfastness, being led away with the error of the wicked, but rather grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Who is responsible? Let me ask you, who is responsible for our spiritual growth? We are. We are. We are responsible for our spiritual growth. You know, it's so easy to try to blame other people. 
well, you know, I just, I'm just not getting fed. Or I'm just not getting anything out of this particular part of church. Or I'm not getting anything out of my devotion time. I'm not getting anything out of this situation or that situation. And we try to blame others. But the bottom line is we are responsible for our own spiritual growth. The scripture says this in 2 Peter 3.17 that when we fall, when we fall from our own steadfastness, Steadfastness is that consistency, that faithfulness, that daily endeavor to grow closer to God and to stay closer to God. It's a daily decision that I, that I make. God will always work in us if we will let Him. And if I stay steadfast and not fall away from my steadfast walk with God, then God will work. The answer to not falling from steadfastness is found in verse 18. It says, I keep from falling from that by growing in the grace and the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And so as I grow in God, I stay away from the pitfall of falling from my own steadfastness. The second question that I want to ask you is what has God done through you in 2017? What has God done in you in 2017? What has God done through you in 2017? What can you point to that God has used you to accomplish this year? Whose life has God used you to impact Where has God used you to grow and impact His kingdom? What ministry has He used you in? How have you strengthened and benefited the body of Christ? How have you impacted your community? Who is closer to God now because of you? What has God done through you in 2017? Again, God's always working. And so God is always trying to work through you. To impact other people's lives. He uses His people to build His kingdom. And He uses His church to change lives. I said He uses His people to build His kingdom. And so God's work only is accomplished through people like you and I. God working through you begins with God being able to work in you. If He can't work in you, He probably is not going to be able to work through you very well either. His impact in your life is always meant to have an impact in someone else's. If if His impact is limited in you, then His impact will be limited through you. The mission of the church, and you are the church this morning, you are the church of the living God, is simple. It is to win the lost, it is to build the saints, it is to send people into ministry. That is the mission of the church. But without the saints being built growing in the knowledge and grace of Christ Jesus, the other two will be very limited or won't happen at all. What has God been able to do through you this year? The third question I want to ask you is, what has God done for you in 2017? This is and should be the easiest question to answer. Very simple. He is a God of blessing and when we consider and count those blessings that God has given us, we see just how much that He does for us on a regular basis, don't we? Colossians 3.15 says this, it says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace, and be what? Thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with 
gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Be thankful. Be thankful for all that God has done for you this past year. What has He kept you from? What has He brought you through? How has He blessed your life? Because I think it's critical that we take stock of God's grace working on a daily basis in us and be thankful for all that He has done and is doing for us. It's easy for us to get caught up in what we need so much that we neglect to be thankful for what we have. You know, isn't it true that it's so easy for us to just neglect being thankful for what we have and only be focused on what we'd like to have or what we want next or what we've really been needing in our life currently? We have a lot to be thankful for. We've been blessed in so many ways. And we've come out of a season where I, I, I would bet that majority of you have been very, very blessed. God's done some big things for you. God's blessed you in so many ways in this year. Let's take some time to reflect on those kinds of things and give God thanks for what He has done for us. Now, as we approach this new year, let's set the tone now for how we're going to approach this by asking those same questions from a different perspective. Let me ask you, what does God want to do in you in 2018? What does God want to do in your life? How is God wanting to change perhaps an attitude or a behavior? How is He wanting to transform you and draw you closer to Him? What is it that's standing between you and a closer relationship with God? What is it that God maybe wants to do in your life? What is it that God wants to do through you this year? Where's God trying to use you? Who's God trying to impact through your life this year? Be mindful of the opportunities that surround us. As Christians, we are sent into a mission field every single day. It's in the workplace. It's in the schools. It's in, it's in um, the marketplace. It's at our job. It, it's wherever we go, there's an opportunity for ministry. And so who in those areas is God trying to impact through my life? I want to be used. I want to be prepared. I want to be aware of that and I want to let God use me in those areas. And then lastly, what does God want to do for you? What's God trying to do, in your, do for you? What's he, what's he trying to get to you? What's He trying to bring to you? Some of you have been praying a long time for different things. I think this would be a great year for God's due season to come around for you. I think this would be a great year, 2018, for you to be able to close the chapter out on some of the prayers that you've been praying. There's some things I've been praying for for a long time and I'm ready for God to just close the door on those things. I'm ready for them to be signed, sealed, and delivered right to my front door, aren't you? I'm ready for it to be me focused on something else for a while instead of these things that I've been praying for 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 years. And I would say to you, just like the scripture says, that he is an author and a finisher. What he has begun, he's going to complete and he's going to finish in your life. Let's let God work in us, through us, and for us in 2018. Now, let me tell you something. The fast that we're about to start tomorrow helps you find the answer to these questions. When I fast and I spend time separated from the world and separated to God, it gives me an opportunity to hear His voice and see where God's trying to work in my life. He'll tell you what He wants to do in you. He'll tell you what He wants to do through you. 
And He'll even tell you what He wants to do for you. But it takes separating ourselves to Him and listening to Him. Amber, would you come to the keys this morning? I can't wait to start another year with with you. Would you stand with me across this place? I'm looking forward to what God is going to do for us. We have the best church with the best people. Amen. We have a great church because we have great people. And those great people are you. And, and I, I just can't think that we're, we could be in any better position to do great things for God than we are right now and great things that we could do in this church and for this community than we are right now. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for the position that God's put us in. 2018, would you believe this with me? That 2018 is going to be a great year. It's going to be my year. It's going to be a year, uh, you know, I can remember back 2012, 2013. Some of those years were kind of rough. Some of you went through some real difficult times during those years. I'm ready for a great year. I'm ready to look back and say, man, if we could only have some more years like that 2018. 2018, it's our year. Let's make it our year, amen? I want to pray over you this morning. And I'm just going to simply just pray that And you pray with me that let's thank God for what He's done for us in 2017 and let's ask God to help us be our very best this next year. Father, I thank You for every person in this room. Lord, You're a good God and You've been faithful to us. Even when we've not always been faithful to You, God, You have consistently been faithful to us. Let us stay faithful to You, God. Let us not fall from our steadfastness, but every day grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ our Savior and our Lord. I thank you for what you have kept us from, what you have changed in our lives, what you have brought us through, the lives that you have impacted through us, God, in this, this year, then 2017. Lord, we're thankful. We can point to a lot of great things that's happened this year. And Lord, we're just thankful for those things. Let us take some time, Lord, to count our blessings and to honor you and to regard you with a gratitude, a heart of gratitude. Lord, I just pray that this year, 2018, would be a great year for our church, for our people. Lord, for every person in this room, Lord, that has ended this year well, I pray that, God, you give them a special grace and a special blessing to begin this new year on great footing. Lord, we're just looking for blessing. We're looking for opportunity. We're looking for transformation. We're looking for what you want to do in us, for us, and through us. Lord, I just praise you, God, today. I pray, Lord, you keep your hands upon each and every person in this room. That, Lord, you bless us. Bring us back Wednesday night. We thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless you. You guys have a great uh, New Year's Eve. And uh, we will see you in 2018. Praise God. We hope you have enjoyed and been encouraged by this message. We'd love for you to join us at the river on Sunday mornings at 9.45 for Sunday school and at 10.30 for morning worship. We also provide our midweek service for all ages on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. If you'd like to support the various ministries at the river, please go to our giving tab. We'd love for you to visit us at 1110 South Preston Street in Burkrenet, Texas. And as always, we encourage you to come experience life with us after river. Till I found myself.